here's your host, Joey Valentine. Hey, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. It is Wednesday, hump day, March 23rd, 2022. I am Joey Valentine. I am so happy to have you here. I am so happy to be doing the show. And I am especially happy that I am steadily getting more and more followers. Even though I had a little bit of a pouting stage, I had a little bit of a fit, I had to go and stand in the corner and take a time out because I wasn't getting as popular as fast as I wanted to be. But my listeners assured me that they are devoted to me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I am just such a fucking, like, my radio personality is like the equivalent of a clingy, clingy boyfriend or girlfriend, okay? And I need to be stroked. I need to be told that I am loved and wanted. I need you guys to reassure me that after I give it up to you at night, the next morning you're going to be there to cuddle. I do not think that's too much to ask. I put a lot of time into getting you guys off three times a week. So how about that? Yeah. I am so stoked, man. I completely rebuilt the engine on my scooter all by myself the whole thing gy6 four stroke 150 cc scooter from the ground up i was doing fucking 50 miles per hour in a school zone today i haven't been able to go over 25 miles per hour in months i finally fixed every stupid little vacuum leak and replaced the carburetor and uh, stuff that goes in places I, you know, I don't think I really learned shit to tell you the truth, but I do know that visually I know how to put it together like a, like a Lego set, which it might as well be. It's Chinese, you know, and and so it's, uh, it's, it's not poor quality. It's just that they know how to cut corners, like in ways that, you know, you would never get away with in America. Like they make the things on the scooter last that should last so that they can just narrowly avoid a lawsuit. Like, the gas tank will never rust, and the rims are of the highest quality, and you got yourself a pretty good little GY6 engine on there. But you got the absolute cheapest fucking hoses. Everything's plastic. I mean, (laughs) Walmart bicycles are built stronger with better frames than this scooter. But that's not the point. The point is, is that rather than me having to go out and spend a couple thousand dollars to buy another one, because I couldn't fix this one, I fixed it. For under $100, I replaced everything, except the piston, which didn't need to be replaced. So she is running like new. I replaced so many things on this fucking scooter Because I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. By the time that I figured out what was wrong with it, which, by the way, was an aftermarket uh, hose to the manifold. And, you know, aftermarket. That means I bought it. It wasn't the one that came on the scooter. Not the piece of shit one that was rotting that I replaced. Aftermarket, I had to buy from a company 
way far away across the pond. And when I finally replaced everything in the engine and still had the same problem, I got up under there and I looked at that aftermarket hose going to the manifold. And that son of a bitch was cracked worse than the one I replaced it with. So you know what I did? I got a bunch of fucking super glue. That's what I did. And I fixed that shit the American way. I was this close to duct tape. That'd be the the redneck way. (laughs) All right, nothing in this world you can't fix with duct tape and super glue. Who knew? Who knew you could put an engine together with super glue? Tricks of the trade. So, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just really excited about that. It's like, you know, I, like if, I'm the kind of person that if I was out in the wilderness and had to start a fire, I would probably fail at doing that. Yet I was able to take the time and study a complex combustion engine and, and rebuild it. And when you're done with that kind of thing, man, it just, it's just like this feeling of accomplishment. You feel so fucking manly. Don't try and take this away from me. I before I forget, so I'm gonna put this on here. But I I found this clip earlier today. This 82 or 83 year old man. He's on this show called uh, America's Got Talent. I'm sure I don't have to tell you what that is, but just on the off chance, it's like um, I guess it's like American Idol, except they just take any kind of like juggler or card trick magician type people and they let them. You know, dog and pony show up there on the stage. And anyway, this this man, this 82-year-old man comes up on the stage and he's talking to Simon. You know Simon Cowell. And they're going over this man's life. And he's talking about he worked on the Hubble telescope and he's a Navy pilot and he's flown all over the world and he's done all this incredible shit, right? And everyone's, uh, the whole crowd is just like cheering and clapping and like, wow, you know, what an amazing life. And Simon says, what are you, what are you doing up here on the stage? You know? And he says, I've lived such an amazing life. This is just like, you know, the next step. This is something else I wanted to do. And everyone's just applauding and there's this great buildup, you know? And I'm thinking like the whole time, all right, killer, you know, he's going to, he's going to sing like some Sinatra or something, you know, he's going to be like. I did it my way, but no, he, Simon's like, okay, go ahead. Old dude looks off to the side of stage, you know, with like the hit it signal. And it's like, what do they, and he starts fucking singing. Let the bodies hit the floor by drowning pool. I shit you not. I'm going to play you a clip of it because it is, it's like, well, it's on both sides of the spectrum. All right, it is unbelievably cool and unbelievably bad. Check it out. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the
<laughs> that's funny stuff. I mean, the uh, I I don't I have no words, but good for you, Mister Eighty Two Year Old <laughs> ex Navy pilot singing Drowning Pool. Anyway. So there's been like a whole shitload of bad weather going on, right? Like I've been completely oblivious to it because I've kind of disconnected from news and I've been really putting a lot of time in at work, but I keep seeing these things, you know, on Facebook or just kind of glancing at news pages as I'm going by and it's like hail and tornadoes and whatever. And I'm like, where is this all happening? Cause I've got nothing but sun for the rest of the week. And I am so glad it has been beautiful for those of you that aren't listening in Texas. And by that, I mean like my ever loyal Argentina and Peru. Hola, listeners. I hope the weather where you are is wonderful. But uh, the weather has been so great here in Texas. And it got me thinking like, oh man, tubing. It's like a thing everybody tubes in Texas. If you don't know what tubing is, then you aren't <laughs> definitely not listening from the state of Texas. It's what we do. We get on rubber inner tubes and we float down the river. It's pretty simple. There's a whole lot of alcohol involved, unfortunately, or uh, however you look at it. I will not ever be able to drink again if I go tubing, which makes me think I probably won't have any fun because, well, nothing's really fun without alcohol. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to say it. Look, I'm a happy person. I love life. I'm having the fucking greatest time of my life right now. I feel good. I have a lot of energy, even though I'm fat as fuck. And I'm in a great mood all the time. But things I used to do that had alcohol involved, I just can't see myself doing them and enjoying them ever again. And floating the river on an inner tube is one of them. I mean, when you were getting drunk, at least you had, you know, drinking makes you enjoy things that you wouldn't normally enjoy. That's how ugly people get laid. That's how beautiful people make mistakes and sleep with ugly people. So I can't really see myself floating down the river with a bottle of spring or mineral water in my hand for six fucking hours watching everyone around me drink and being like, what a rip-roaring good time. Wow. Nope, I just don't see it. And there's just no way I wouldn't drink. I would probably, that'd be it for me. I'd be like, signing off. Here we go, because this is the last trip I'm ever taking. We... You know, but the cool thing is, is that I have the memories and I can always look into my mind and I can think about them. I used to go, let's see, the last time I went it was me and God, who was I with? I it was me and Aaron. God, this is another Aaron, not A.A. Ron and not any other Aaron. This is A-Y-R-O-N, Aaron, like Aryan, except backwards. My dear, dear friend, Aaron in Austin, Texas. Uh, and Christoph, oh, I miss those two so much. 
I went with them and a whole bunch of people from the Woodlands that I didn't know. Actually, I didn't go with the people from the Woodlands. I was, check this out. What a, what a small fucking world we live in. I'm in the Woodlands. I'm drinking all night at, at Molly's Pub. We're just putting away Shiner pictures like crazy. And then we, we get up like first thing in the morning and we head to Austin. Okay. For those of you who don't know, Austin from the Woodlands is two and a half hours roughly. Okay. And I'm playing darts all night at Molly's Pub with these guys and these girls that are from the Woodlands. We go to Austin, we get a hotel, night falls, we're drinking, I'm hanging out outside the hotel, fucking room next to us. It's the people I was drinking with at the bar the night before. We never once mentioned we were going there. They never once mentioned they were going there. And yet, there they are. So like 20 of us get out on the river, our inner tubes. I made such a spectacle of myself. There's like a ramp leading into the river. You know, it looks like a boat ramp. And it's a giant, like, I don't know what you call it. Like, it looks like a lake that, you know, it's like a starting point for the river. And a lot of people like to just hang out in there, kind of like a waveless pool, you know, just everyone's just floating and chilling. And if you want, you can make your way to where the river begins and you drop off into it. And there's like this boat ramp. I don't, I doubt it was used for boats, but it looks like a boat ramp. And so there's like hundreds upon hundreds of people that are just casually floating, drinking, smoking, chatting quietly. Nothing's really too loud. And then here I come with my inner tube, drunkenly skipping and hopping towards this ramp. And I'm hooting and hollering because, <laughs> you know, beer. Well, this ramp is covered in moss. And I set one foot on this ramp and I fucking do like a backflip. I just total, it's lucky I didn't get killed I could probably say that about a thousand things in my life, but I hit the moss and I did like a backflip onto my inner tube into the water, but I didn't land like flat on the inner tube. I landed like, like I went upside down and somehow went through the hole head first with my legs, like in the air. I thought I was going to drown. I, I, you know, I never tried to like, do the amazing escape from being upside down in a fucking inner tube. But I did manage to somehow turn myself over. <laughs> and I, I finally come up for air and everyone's staring hundreds. I not, I, I am not exaggerating one eensy teensy little bit. Hundreds of people were giggling when I came up for air. And I was like, fuck this, man. And I tried to walk up that fucking ramp with all the moss on it. And then, and I ate shit even worse. And I kept trying and trying and I kept slipping and falling right back into the water. And by this time, that whole place is fucking dying. Just picture it, okay? It's a, it's a huge pond lake type thing with hundreds upon hundreds of pasty white frat boys and girls on inner tubes, drinking and smoking, the sun is brightly shining overhead, and here's one dipshit named Joey 
who is stooging it up on the moss-ridden ramp that he can't seem to climb up and out of the water on. <laughs> Just another day in the life, right? That was a great trip. We hit the uh, we hit the river. We had everybody had coolers. We had a, an inner tube that was basically just designated for beer. Like we bought one with a bottom in it, so it was full of beer. I had my little uh, plastic case, uh, waterproof for my cigarettes, and it was just you know tube to tube. There was no space on the river. There was that many people floating it. And there was this guy, and he had like one of those, you know, when you, you get iced tea at a restaurant. And it's got the little, you know, you flip the little switch and it's like a big fucking rectangular plastic thing full of iced tea. Well, this guy had one and it had like this jet fuel in it. And he's, he's kind of paddling around, making his way to each two, trying to get people to drink it. Right. And you know, this stuff is so fucking toxic. You can smell it from way far away. It's gotta be like Everclear or something. And he's going tube to tube. He's being that guy, you know, like Mr. Cool, fucking chatty. You know, I mean, it was all fun. Cool guy, nice guy. And he was trying to get people to drink it as long as he could get them to drink it. And everybody would count down. So, you know, it'd be like one, two. You know, he'd, he'd be holding it up in the air with one hand, and then he'd turn the nozzle with the other. And then some girl would open her mouth, and it'd be one, two, three. And that's about as long as anybody could do it. And then <laughs> Captain White Hat comes over, you know, the machoist of the macho. There's always got to be one Darwin Award to be won anytime there's this much drinking around this many white Texans. This guy comes over and he, he asks, you know, Mr. Popular, toxic fuel guy, if he can, you know, he's like, let me have it. And he gets... He gets the tea container, stands on his inner tube. He spreads his legs. He's got a foot on each side of his inner tube, but he stands on his inner tube quite well. Very difficult thing to do. Holds this tea container up in the air above him, flips the nozzle, and we all start counting. One, two, three, four. He got to like 30 four seconds and he is gulping the whole time there was no letting it run out of his mouth letting it run down his chest no this guy was going for straight alcohol poisoning death he finally stops and i said uh <laughs> i told aaron i said man i said i got five bucks that dude's puking in about three minutes few minutes goes by and sure enough I can see him way up ahead and he's just you know and we're like trying to swim around it or, you know paddle our, our tubes around this dude's freaking bile <laughs> but he was able to hang the rest of the day he was on the river he did not expire I'm I'm happy to give that a, a very happy ending I would have been really bummed if the guy had croaked. You know, I mean, play stupid games. Sometimes you win stupid prizes. Yeah, good day, man. Just fucking 
great sunburn, turned brown, met a lot of really cool, you know, there are no, you want to talk about a time when there are no classes, there are no cliques, there are no groups, there's no social status, it's the river. Everyone can be friends with everyone. People that would normally never give each other the time of day can all laugh and have fun and be brought together by the wonderful whatever it is that that river possesses, that that something. You get on the river and you got the frat boy and the punk rocker and they're drinking and laughing together. The next day they're going to fucking go their own separate ways, but whatever. Also, it's a great opportunity for someone like me who is like, um, I don't know, a seven to score with a really hot chick. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I've never actually had the pleasure of being single in a situation like that. Oh, well, folks, it's Wednesday. That is the hump day, the halfway point of the week. If you're going to work right now, listening to this, I know it's not quite to the hump, but you're almost there, right? Cool. I think this week's actually really going fast for me, and I'm glad. I'm really glad. I tried out a new podcast. Uh, I was going to do kind of a local thing, uh, but uh, that just fell through. I decided I actually enjoyed doing this one too much. I was going to try and go for a, like a more wholesome, local taste. I was going to try and do both, but the truth is is that I can't. Also, I find it very difficult not to swear or talk about naughty bits and, you know, adult stuff. <laughs> so I'm just going to stick with Fat Guy Loves Cake. As long as you guys keep loving me, that's all I ask. So here's something really kick-ass. Stick around with me here for a minute. Got my first official sponsor. Let me tell you about him real quick if you'll lend me your ear. There's a place in the crossroads called Mendez Mobile Mechanic. Very good friend of mine, Richard Mendez. He is a come-to-you mechanic. He is amazing. I've seen his work. I've seen him take cars all the way down to nothing and build them right back up into something beautiful. He will come to you. He's got great prices. He is located in Telfner. You can call him at 361-652-0772. That's Richard Mendez with Mendez Mobile Mechanic. 361-652-0772. Tell him that fat fuck from this show told you to go and get your shit fixed by him. Okay? All right, everybody, I'm going to wrap it up. So uh, remember, what do I always say? Be nice to each other. What did Jerry Springer used to always say? Be, uh, fuck, what was it? What did he always end his stupid show with? Be good to yourself and each other, something like that? Well, fuck him. He didn't care. I'm saying, Joey is saying, be nice to each other. That's all I ask. Oh, wait. I, uh, I, I hear... I hear the uh, the sounds of Susie Wu creeping up. Oh, wherever you are now, I command you to dance. Shake your ass to this song. And I'll see you guys on Friday. 